Hello. My name's Naomi, and I am an angry mummy. Oh, confession time. Yesterday morning, I screamed at my two, like, properly. Just got so angry. I screamed at them. Then I went round into the kitchen, and I just screamed at the wall. And I threw some wet wipes, and I was just... I was horrible. I was probably horrible. I actually said to my three-and-a-half-year-old, fine, Evie and I are going soft play. You can just stay here then if you want. Horrible. Just awful. And he was obviously completely distraught by this. And give you a little bit of background. Basically for days he's been saying he wants to go to this particular soft play. So I organised it all, arranged to meet some friends there, got it all planned, packed all the stuff. And then he was like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to get dressed. I'm tired. I just want to lay here limply on the sofa. I was like, just get dressed, just have a wee, let's get in the car, let's go, you can have a rest in the car, it'd be great. He just didn't want to. Um, and he just wouldn't, he just wouldn't do it, he's literally just lying there, mm, can't be honest. And this is kind of his new thing, he just decides, that's it, don't want to do that. So then he just won't move. And I was like, yeah, but it's soft. We've planned it all for you, Jasper. Like, you want to go there? He's like, no, 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 no. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, I just got, I just got so mad. And it had been like, that wasn't the, that was the tipping point. That was the final straw. Before that, it had been that, I set myself, I was like, right, I need to have my things I do every day to stop me becoming this horrible, angry mum. So I was like, well, one of them is my exercises. I'll do 10 minutes of exercise, like a little exercise video, before breakfast. And sometimes the kids join in and think it's quite funny because it's all like energy release uh, exercises. So sort of tapping and waving your arms around and sort of a few yoga moves. And I was like, well, yeah, it's 10 minutes. Quickly do that before breakfast and it's done because I never end up doing it after breakfast because we're in a rush to get out of the door. So I was doing that and Evie was literally hanging off of my leg and just wouldn't, she just physically wouldn't let me do it. And I was like, well, you can watch, or you could go and play something over there. And she just wanted to hold my leg down. And I was like, well, this is just, was, and it, the, the belief there for me was like, I just want this 10 minutes that's about me and my body and my self-care. I hate that phrase, horrible self-care. Just looking after myself. And then the whole rest of the day is going to be about you guys. We're going to go to the soft play. We're going to meet up with your friends. You know, it's just going to be lovely. But this 10 minutes, that was supposed to be for me. And because I didn't get that, that's when the resentment started rising. And I was just like, oh, you won't even let me have 10 minutes. So I was like, fine. But Evie in a high chair gave her her breakfast. I was like, right, okay. Jasper didn't want his breakfast yet. So then I was like, right, carry on, do my exercises. And I opened the back doors to let some air in. And Jess was like, oh, I'm cold, I want to close the doors. And I was like, I will, you know, literally in four minutes' time, when I finish this, I'm going to close the doors. Just four minutes. So he went off to close the doors, nearly trapped his finger in the door. So then I have the whole thing of trying to keep him safe and oh it's my fault because I didn't put the gate on because I didn't think I needed to put the gate on because if he was in a high chair. Ah. And so it was just all these layered things on top that made, I just completely lost my shit, you know, an hour later. But it was horrible, and I just felt so, still feel so guilty, and so just disgusted with myself. I'm like, this is not who I am, this is not who I want to be, 
this is this is ridiculous. Like, Jess was so upset, and I was just like, we're trying to get to soft play for God's sake. We're not even trying to get anywhere important. It doesn't matter if we're late. My friends know what we're like. We're not morning people. We'll arrive at some point. Doesn't it? Didn't matter. But I was just so wound up by this point of all the small things throughout the morning that meant I wasn't getting my own way, basically. So I just had a tantrum. That's what it was. I wasn't getting my own way. He wasn't getting his own way. Evie wasn't getting her own way. So we all just had a big group tantrum. And, yeah, you know, five minutes later, you know, sat them down, gave them her apologise. I was like, really sorry, guys. Don't quite know why I'm getting so angry at the minute. I'm very tired. And Evie was just kind of like, oh, right, yeah, great. And off she went. Fine, you know, forgotten. Whereas Jasper was properly whimpering and, you know, then it was even harder to get him in the car and actually go somewhere. And he was like, no, we want to stay at home. I was like, there's no freaking way we're staying at home because we need to just mainly get in the car so I've got 40 minutes to calm down before we got soft play. And the whole way I was just thinking, like, I need I need to change this. I've been in this place before. I think it was about maybe a year ago. I literally was getting this angry then. And I did a little anger management course online. I had some fun tips, useful tips. Um, and sort of changed my perspective on things as well. Um, and my thinking around things. And then I had some tapping sessions with my colleague Sarah, which were amazing, and made some quite big changes as well. So I realised this isn't just little changes I need to make in the day. My, you know, my full week needs to change. So that's when um, my mum started having both kids on a Monday so I could have time for myself, whereas before that point she used to have Jasper so I could have one-on-one time with Evie, and I was like, well, actually, no, I just need to have me time. And it's reached that crunch point again that I've sort of realised now, so Jasper's doing extra day at preschool um, and Evie spending um, a day now with Erin on a Wednesday so I can work, sleep, do whatever I need to do to just get myself out of this head funk. But it's still, you know, that started literally this week, but obviously it's, it's come too far. I've let it get too far. I've had the anger signs and I've had little bits of feeling overwhelmed, feeling put upon, feeling resentful are all the first little flags, little waving signs of warning going, your life's out of balance, this isn't great, you're not coping well here. All these little things have now kind of compiled to being anxiety and massive rage. So need to be properly on it now and really, really strict with my boundaries because I I let them go every time. Just every time. Like, even last night, I was like, instead of going and having, you know, a ten-minute lie-down before then putting the kids to bed, where Luke was at home, he, they could have quite easily trotted around and, and done whatever, I was having fun with them then. So we were like, oh, okay, well, we, we, you know, we're doing this game and we're playing Chase the Eevee, where we basically all just run around the table in the lounge and Eevee thinks it's the most hilarious thing in the world and it's gorgeous seeing the two of them play together like actually getting to the age now they do this game Jasper's like I want to play Chase the Eevee so I said I want to ask her you know you don't have to ask me ask Eevee ask her if she'll you know run around and you can chase her 
And it was gorgeous, and it was one of those moments of just like, I don't want to miss this, because this is actually lovely. This is them playing together, and I don't want to go and sit in a room on my own, because I'm enjoying being with them. But then half an hour later, when I'm in the midst of bedtime, I'm like, I'm exhausted, completely exhausted. I should have had that bit of time on my own. So it's about... What I'm going to do today is literally write down my list of what my non-negotiables are, what my absolute, I just have to do this. Like, no matter what's going on, I have to do this. So I've been talking in the group about this, what our, our more mojo for mum's chat group, come and join us. Talking about what our absolute non-negotiables are, and mine are pretty much brushing my teeth every day and... And, that, and that's it. Everything else I slide on. Everything else that I try and put in place, I slide. Actually, the only thing, the thing I, I do get out. So Friday mornings, Luke does breakfast and I go for a walk because I'm currently stood under my wishing tree in the field. Um, Saturday afternoons, unless we're away for the weekend somewhere, but Saturday afternoons I go out and Monday evenings I go to Tai Chi. And that's non-negotiable, unless like a child is properly, you know, really flat out with some weird disease I stick to that and that's really helping but with those it's like I kind of put that higher than just having a 10 minute rest because I'm tired I'll go out because I'm like well I've planned to go out it's all sorted that is what's happening whereas having smaller rests which are just as important just slide because I'm like oh it's it's only 10 minutes I'll do you know I'll be fine I'll be fine and I'm not fine I need to put these things in. So I'm going to write down. I'm going to map out the week. So I've realised when I worked in, in interiors and was doing project management for like these massive um, installs of furniture and designing this furniture and installing in, an entire showroom and an office and managing these teams of people and you know hundreds of thousands of pounds, everything would be planned. Everything would have a schedule. And I would work out, is this feasible? Is this all going to happen in this time? Or do I need to bring in more people? Do I need to bring in more resources? Do people need to work extra hours? What do I need to make this happen? And I'm like, why am I not doing... That gave me such a sense of of um, control and security because I was like, well, it's all planned. You know, and my boss would be like, is it all planned? Like, yes, it's all planned, John. It's all planned. It's all fine. I've got it under control. Whereas with motherhood, I'm like, I don't feel like I'm under control. Like I've planned soft play, but I haven't planned... When in the day is there going to be any time for me? You know, I tried to do that 10-minute exercise, but then I, I slid on it because Evie was actually holding my legs, so I ended up stopping giving her breakfast so she'd leave me alone. But it's like, they need to learn as well, oh, this is just what mummy does. Oh, she does her exercises before breakfast. You know, we have to play at that point, leave her alone. Oh, mummy has a sit-down and, and a rest at this time. We, you know, we leave her alone. She gets on with it. When my husband sits down on his laptop at the table, they know, oh, daddy's doing something. They can go and, like, you know, talk to him, or Aunt Evie, like, hands him toys. But that's it. That's what he's doing. They don't, they don't mess with that, because he's like, well, I'm sat, you know, I'm sat doing something. Needs doing. Whereas when I sit down and look at something, they'll be like, mommy, mommy, mommy. And it's because I go, oh, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be looking at a screen, should I? Even if it's something, you know, really important, like, you know, paying a bill or 
you know, sorting out the food shop or something that actually has to happen. This isn't me just playing on Facebook. But I'm still like, oh, well, I should be playing with them. And why is that? It's like I've got this constant thing of, like, when I'm with them, I should be interacting with them the whole time. And it feels like I make sure they have time to play on their own and that that space, because I think it's really important that they do get bored and have to work things out for themselves. But all the times they're doing that is when I'm making the food, packing up, doing the laundry. So I'm like, well, they've had that that free time and that time to just play together and wrestle and, and do the things they need to do just without me to form their bond and their relationship. But whenever then I'm not doing something that absolutely has to be done in that moment. I'm like, oh, I should be playing with them. Like, this is it. Childhood's so short. It's, I should cherish it. I need, I need to be in there. And I posted an interesting article last night on the chat group about how intensely we parent in this day and age and how exhausting it is and that we kind of just switched on the whole time and should always be interacting with our children. Whereas our parents' generation, and certainly our grandparents' generation, they were too busy. They were too busy doing housework and laundry and working to interact with their children this amount. And the the figures of how many hours we interact with our children has just drastically, drastically um, increased. Because we have that whole thing of, oh, you know, time is precious and our children are precious. Whereas before it was like, oh, great, sun's up. Off you go out. Like my gran said, literally in the morning, they'd have breakfast and during the summer holidays, her mum would just kick them out the door and go, you know, come back at dusk. Off you go. Come back, you know, for bed. <laughs> or maybe come back for food. She's like, pack them a lunch. But I'll come back for tea. And off they go and they'd be, you know, off over the Cotswolds all day. And my gran was like, it was amazing. Like the stuff they used to get up to. But I mean, Enid Blyton novel. Whereas our kids, we, we have you know, too much fear to do that now. It's not safe to do that. So we just, we have our children with us the whole time. We're constantly listening out, even if they're maybe in, in a different room playing. Like Jasper's now big enough, he does sometimes like to just go and play in his room. But obviously Evie can't go and play on her own. We can play on her own, but there's always, you know, that ear listening out constantly, like, it's a little bit too quiet, or what's that noise, to keep her safe. Um... Yeah, so I'm going to work out, like, proper project management my week and go, right, this is what, this is the time I need for myself every single day. And I need to work in these slots and go, right, okay, so if I've had, you know, a few hours with the kids, I need to come back. And so I did do this last night, got back, came in, and they were like, what should we play? Should we do this? Should we do this? And I was like, oh, my God, three deers are just going across the field. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, they spotted me. <gasps> okay, six deers. Oh my god. Oh my god, this is amazing. So I stood at my wishing tree. And there's now six deers stood. <laughs> About 100 metres away from me. Or 50 metres. I'm very good at how far away. The other side of the field. Oh my god. <gasps> oh, I love it. I love deer. They've gone now. <laughs> I love deer. They're just so beautiful and majestic. 
<laughs> they also feel like they're kind of my message animal. So whenever I used to be really feeling stuck or trapped or something, I used to travel quite a lot for work, just getting the train up and down the country. And whenever I was just in that moment of just, oh, I just need, just need something. I need a sign to just kind of ground me again. I'd see a deer in a field or a wood or wherever we were going through on the train. Hmm, that's pretty special. <laughs> um, anyhow, completely lost my train of thought. Oh, yes. So I'm going to map. So I got back last night and they wanted to play. And I was like, no, I'm tired. I need to have a sit down and a cup of tea. And they wouldn't leave me alone. So I was like, ooh, who wants some TV? Yes. All right. Both sat down. So I just stuck the TV on and went and had a lie down. And I was like, oh, why do I have this kind of guilt around? You know, I was like, oh, I stuck them in front of the telly. But they were quite happy. They were knackered as well. We'd literally been at soft play playing for hours, like completely intensely, you know, me being like the funnest mum ever to kind of compensate for the angry mum at home. Um, yeah, and, you know, they're perfectly happy. Had some, had some telly. It's great. Always CBBS. You can trust C- um, CBBS. Not YouTube. Don't just stick that on and leave the room because there's lots of evil stuff on there at the moment. But um, yeah. But a CBBS or even better, I found now even better. Stick a DVD on because then you are in complete control. Because CBBS, if the internet goes down or it randomly pops up a different cartoon at the end of Sarah and Duck, and then they both freak out. So I was like, ah, Sarah and Duck DVD, even better. There is one episode Jasper doesn't like, but it's about 20 minutes in. So I was like, well, I've got 20 minutes before he freaks out and doesn't like that particular particular episode. Of all the episodes in the world of Sarah and Duck, there's only one he doesn't like. Anyway, it's on the DVD I bought. Don't. Anyhow, so I'm going to map it all out and go, right... This is absolutely non-negotiable and treat it like work. It's like, even if in that moment in time, actually, quite fancy playing with the kids, quite fancy doing this, quite fancy doing that. No. If I put it in the plan, I have to go, right, I have to go and have a rest. Even if it's just for five minutes, because I need to teach my kids that that's what I need. That in those five minutes, they have to just do their own thing, play, watch, play, whatever, without me. So I can top myself up. My nan used to do this. My dad said, like, in the middle of the afternoon, she'd be like, I'm sitting down now for half an hour, having a cup of tea, and I'm listening to the radio. You can all F off. Just go away. She had four boys, and she'd be like, right, no one is allowed in the front room for this lot of time. I can't remember if it was half an hour or an hour in the afternoon, about three o'clock. She was just like, at the weekends or holidays, she was like, that was it. Just off you go. I just knew they had to play quietly away from the front room because she was having a sit down. And I was like, that's what I need to bring in. It's like, oh, mummy does her exercises now. Oh, mummy meditates now. Oh, mummy's having a rest and a cup of tea. And that's just what's happening and is non-negotiable. It is a boundary, cannot be crossed unless your limb is literally detached. Uh, Yes, this is my action plan in place. And I'm, um, yeah, making some changes. Changes need to happen. This is my body just telling me. And mind, things need to change. Things are out of whack. And I'm not happy. And I want to be happy. I don't want to be angry. So there we go. That's my action plan. And I invite you to, maybe I'll share it as well. We can do it in some kind of format of, 
of sharing because I had an interesting conversation the other day with a friend about what our weeks looked like. And, you know, it's always fascinating finding out how other mums are, are doing it and their kind of routine and how they sort of fit everything in and the, the balance of things. So maybe I'll share it and we could all share in the group and sort of get inspired by each other on how can we... You know, self-care is such a sort of cheesy thing, isn't it, self-care? And it's not, it's not about, like, oh, I had a candlelit bath or, or I had a massage or... It's not about that. It's about literally self-preservation. It's how you can keep yourself sane and keep yourself away from this edge of anger and anxiety and... Rah. And it's, you know, you see it as self-care. It's like this, this extra thing, like, on, you know, on the to-do list. Oh, you know, self, look after self. No, that should just be an integral part of you brush your teeth every day, you meditate every day, or whatever thing is, is yours. Uh, for me, I know meditating really helps me. And I know tapping really helps me. And I know time outside on my own really helps me. So I kept doing that before. If I took the kids outside in the woods, I'd be like, well, I've been in the woods today, you know, tick. But I was like, well, no, because I'm still completely switched on to watching them and making sure they don't pick up a bramble or a dog poo or you know, run off into the bog or whatever. I was like, actually, I need time outside in nature every day just for me to think and walk and probably walk really fast. I like to walk really, really fast. And Jasper walks so painfully, slowly. Um, And the whole just jumping in about teeth brushing. Would you rather lose your teeth or your mind? Just think about that. We spend at least four minutes, maybe six minutes a day, brushing our teeth. We all brush our teeth twice a day. Ideally, we floss our teeth every day as well. We choose to go to the dentist, you know, every six months. We go to the hygienist to check out our teeth. We spend a fortune on electric toothbrushes, toothpaste. We maybe don't eat particular sweet foods to help protect our teeth. We don't drink, you know, an acid drink and then brush our teeth because we know it hurts the enamel. And, you know, we learn all this stuff about our teeth and look after them. There was this great video on Facebook a few months back of this guy saying, like, we invest all this time and money looking after our teeth. And we teach our children. It's so important. Like, it literally is like, yeah, non-negotiable. You must brush your teeth twice a day. Come hell or high water, that is what's happening. You are brushing your teeth. Whereas it should be, you know, that's really important. But actually our mind is so much more important. So maybe that's meditating to you. You know, meditate for two minutes twice a day. Or I recommend three minutes twice a day because it takes three minutes for your body to come out of stress response and re-kick that um, system in your body to relax. So three minutes minimum is the ideal. But even if it's a few breaths, that's, you know, better than nothing. But twice a day, just three minutes. That's six minutes a day of 24 hours that you're investing in protecting your mind. So you protect your teeth by brushing them every day. And if you don't brush your teeth, like I feel really gross. I feel horrible. If I don't brush my teeth, I just feel icky all day. And I'm probably, like sometimes if I've forgotten to brush them, I will just go and buy a toothbrush and some paste so I can brush them when I'm out. Because I feel so bleh. If I haven't brushed them, I'm like, oh, people are going to notice, like, my breath's going to smell, and my teeth just don't feel great. 
Whereas it's kind of the same with meditating for me. If I don't meditate, people will notice because I'll be a bit more on edge, I'll be a bit more angry, be a bit less centred and grounded. But I still don't make that an absolute number one priority because I'm like, you know, if I had that thing of, do I brush my teeth or do I do a three-minute meditation? I'm going to brush my teeth. Whereas actually it should be, I'm going to brush my teeth, then I'm going to meditate for three minutes. There we go. So that's six minutes in the morning. That's it. Non-negotiable. Every single day. And the kids say, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm like, well, I'm brushing my teeth. You can just wait. I'm brushing my teeth. It should be the same with meditating. Like, I'm meditating. You just, just wait. So there we go. Start investing in protecting your mind as well as your teeth. And it's something like, also, we don't stop brushing our teeth after we've been to the hygienist and go, oh, well, he's given them a good scrub. I could have, you know, I feel great. My teeth look great. I'm just not, I'm not going to do that for a few days because I don't need to. Because I've, you know, I've done a really good, you know, really good clean there. So, like, sometimes we can, if I've had, you know, a few hours away from the kids, then I'm like, oh, great, the next day, oh, I don't need time to myself. I had loads yesterday. It doesn't work like that. It's like washing. You don't have a bath and then go, oh, I don't need to wash for a week now. Or you might do. Your choice. But, you know, bathing is we do every single day to keep ourselves clean. <laughs> That's a really noisy bird in the tree. That's great. Um... And it needs to be the same with our minds and our body. We're refreshing ourselves. So it doesn't even need to be meditation for you. Just that little bit of quiet. Maybe it's just a cup of tea where you just sit quietly without scrolling through Facebook or something. So if you want a little um, meditation to help you get started, come to momojoformums.co.uk and download my three-minute reset button. So it's a combination. It's mindfulness but also hypnosis techniques and some energy work, some tapping. And setting up an anchor. So it's basically loads and loads of techniques all sort of squeezed down into three minutes. And this would just help reset your body and bring it out of stress response. And back into rest and relaxation. Which is so good for our bodies. Like it's been proven to, you know, up our immune system. Protect us against... Or not protect us. um, But, you know, up our immunity against, like, depression and anxiety. But it needs to be consistent it needs to be something that you're doing every day so yes download that and i'll also send you the link to our more mojo for mums facebook chat group and be sharing some interesting articles about this on there and my project plan for my weeks so come and share